So in this episode, we're going to look at upper structures. Now, upper structures are a really sophisticated type of jazz piano chord voicing, and these can be applied to dominant seven chords. So right in the middle of your two five ones for that five chord, these are going to be some really nice chord voicings, which you can apply to dominant seven chords. And I would say that about 90% of the time when I play a dominant seven chord in jazz, I will use an upper structure chord voicing. So I think it's fair to say these are my favorite type of chord voicing when it comes to dominant seven chords. And let's take a look at how they work. So let's take a C dominant seven chord. Notes are going to be C, E, G, B flat. So with an upper structure, we break the left hand and the right hand into two separate parts. So in the left hand, we're going to play the root, third, and seventh of the dominant seven chord. So that's going to be C, E, B flat. And more specifically, it's going to be a major third and a minor seventh. So when we go to other keys and other notes, it's important that you know that the dominant seven chord has a major third, E natural, and it has a minor seventh, which is B flat. So that's the left hand taken care of. And then in the right hand, there's a whole series of triads. I'm going to show you a series of major triads, in fact, which we can play. And this is going to give us some sophisticated sounding extensions. So ninths, elevenths, and thirteenths. So the first right hand triad is going to be D major. So if we play a D major chord in our right hand, and we play it over a C dominant seven in the left, you get a very nice sophisticated chord voicing. So it's for a C dominant seven, we have the ninth, the sharp 11th, and the 13th, which are all generated just by playing a D major triad. So really you're playing a major triad that's built from the second, scale degree. So you count up a whole step from the root and you build a major triad. Because when we start jumping to other keys, it's not going to help you if you remember D major. No, you just have to remember the interval pattern, which is you're counting up a whole step to the second or the ninth, and then you're building a major triad. So now let's take a look at the second upper structure voicing. This time we're going to build a major triad from the minor third. So for C dominant seven, left hand stays the same. One, three, seven. And we're going to find the minor third, which is which note of C? It's going to be E flat. And we're going to build an E flat major triad. Again, this is a very nice chord voicing. E-flat major gives us the sharp nine, E-flat, or D-sharp, we could respell it. Gives us the fifth, which is G, and it gives us the minor seventh, which is B-flat. So that's a very nice chord voicing for a C dominant seven, sharp nine. So the next upper structure we're going to look at is a major triad built from the minor sixth of C. So what is the minor sixth scale degree of C? You can count up a fifth, C to G, and then up a half step. Brings you to A flat. So we're going to play an A flat major triad. And that's going to give us the flat 13, A flat. C is the root. 
and then E flat is the sharp nine. So this is great for altered chords. If you have a C dominant seven altered, which means it has a flat 13 and a sharp nine, then we can just play an A flat major triad in our right hand and the C dominant seven in our left hand. And then there's one more upper structure voicing which I want to show you today, and that is again a major triad but built from the major sixth of the chord. So for C dominant seven, which scale degree is the major sixth? Which note is it? You can go up a fifth, C, G, A, and then go up a whole step. And that's one way you can find the major sixth. So we're going to play an A major triad over C dominant seven. And this gives us the sixth or the 13th A, C sharp is really the flat nine, D flat. Then E is the third again, the major third. So this is a great chord voicing to use. Anytime you have a C dominant seven flat nine, this is the chord voicing I will use. Now we have flexibility with these upper structures. We can actually rearrange both hands. In the left hand, we can play root, third, and seventh. Usually that is what I will play but we could switch the seventh and third. We could play root seventh, third in that order. And you'll probably need two hands to play that, but sometimes that's useful. You can switch the third and seventh either way. And then in the right hand, you can do all sorts of things. First of all, we can play each of these triads in inversion. So take the D major triad here over C7. Can play D major like this, D, F sharp, A, or I could play F sharp, A, D, or I could play A, D, F sharp. So any of the three inversions can be played. And this is useful if you're trying to sort of do what I call melody matching, where you're trying to get a certain note at the top of your chord voicing because that is the melody note. So say you had a C dominant seven and the melody note was A, then it would make sense to play a D major triad in root position. However, because then you would have A at the top of your voicing and that would be the melody note. However, if the melody note was a D or the ninth, well in that case, you might want to invert your chord voicing and play F sharp, A, D, so F sharp at the bottom, and that way you get the melody note at the top of your chord voicing. So that's the nice thing about these upper structures is they're flexible. You can invert the triads in your right hand like that so that you can get any melody note that you want at the top of your chord. And especially when you use all four of these triads, you can actually hit any likely melody note that you will ever encounter over a dominant seven. So if you want the ninth at the top, you can go with your two chord or D major, because that, because that way you can have the ninth in the melody at the top of your voicing, which will be D. If you want to hit the sharp nine, you can go with the E flat major triad, because then you can get E flat at the top. If you want F sharp at the top, you can go again with your D major triad. You can also saw off these chords. You don't have to play the full triad. You could just play 
D and F sharp, that's another thing you can do. And then if you wanted the flat 13 in your chord, you could go with the A flat major triad. You get that A flat, you'll have to invert it of course, you could play C, E flat, A flat, over C dominant 7, so you can invert these chords to hit any melody note. And then of course if you want the flat 9 at the top of your voicing, go with the A major triad which has this C sharp which you could also spell as a D flat and by using that upper structure you can get the flat 9 at the top of your chord. And another thing you can do with the right hand is you can double it in octaves. So for the C dominant 7 if I'm playing the D major triad well, I could take the D that's down here and double it up an octave and then enclose the F sharp and the A. So D, F sharp, A, D. So you can get create a bigger sound, a louder sound by doubling your right hand in octaves. Like this. So these upper structures are really sophisticated sound. They are essential in my playing. It's, as I said, about 90% of the dominant seven chords I play. I'm always looking to play these upper structures. So here on Taxi Driver, on the second chord, I'm playing an upper structure, C dominant 7, left hand is root 3rd 7th, in the right hand I'm playing an A major triad in inversion, so I have C sharp or the flat 9, D flat, I have E and I have A, the 13th. It just sounds very sophisticated. These upper structures also sound great rippled, like this. So you don't have to play them as a unison, you can actually ripple them when you arpeggiate very quickly. And rippling is a technique which I always like to use for the more sophisticated sounding chord voicings, especially with two hands. Like these upper structures, we're playing them with two hands. So they're going to be effective if we ripple them. Now, if you're enjoying this episode, I'd really appreciate if you would consider giving me a five-star review in iTunes. It would really help me out. It would help the show reach more listeners. So to submit a review, just search for The Jazz Tutorial Podcast in iTunes, and you can leave your review. Thank you so much for your support, and we're going to go back to the episode. So the key to remembering these four upper structures is just to remember the scale degrees that each of these chords is built from. So the left hand stays the same, root third, seventh, but in the right hand we have four major triads, which you need to remember. They're going to be built from which scale degrees? That's correct, the second or the ninth, so D major. Then we have the minor third, so E flat major. We have the minor sixth, which is A flat major. Then we have the major sixth, which is A major. 
So good practice would be to go through all 12 notes at the piano and to build all four of these upper structures. So for C7, you'll play D major, E flat major, A flat major, and A. Then you could go to another note like F dominant seven, and you'll build the chord. So you play the root third and seventh in your left hand, and then you'll find your upper structures. So the ninth will be G major, your minor third will be which note? Will be A flat major. Your minor sixth will be which note? Will be D flat major. And your major sixth will be which note? You can go up a fifth, and then a whole step brings you to D, so that's going to be D major. So that would be the practice advice. You can go through all 12 notes, practice finding those upper structures, and then you can go to your real book and you can start using these right away. Just choose three jazz songs from your repertoire, and every time there's a dominant seven chord, use one of these upper structures and choose whichever upper structure you need to get that melody note as your top note. And when you use these four upper structures, these four major triads, there will always be an option which contains the melody note in it. And just one final piece of advice, of these four major triads, there's two which I use far more than any other, and that's going to be the D major triad, so built from the second scale degree, and then there's the A major triad, which is built from the sixth, or the major sixth scale degree. So even though I've shown you all four of these major triads, just to be thorough, and just so you can cover any possible melody note, it's still the case that I end up playing these two upper structures most. Again, the D major and the A major when played over a C dominant seven. Now to help you learn even more jazz piano chord voicings, I've notated some free sheet music for you, which gives you some of my favorite chord voicings for jazz piano. You can download that for free over at the website, which is jazztutorial.com. And I've notated a whole series of different styles of chord voicing. There's open chord voicings, there's fourth chord voicings, there's shell voicings. You can download them all for free right now just by going to jazztutorial.com forward slash podcast. Mm -hmm.